And that's BIS.org, I believe, correct? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Go in the search bar and type agreement. Um, Host country agreement, third one down. Oh, okay, right here. All right, Not folks. So all, yeah, so all we did, we went to bis.org, and then you're going to go to the search and put in agreement. And then third one down. This is if you're looking for it, if you're not a member of pain.tv slash gold. And then you click on yeah. that, and it'll actually give you the uh, the PDF. This is it? Uh, no, this is host agreement between Bank for International Settlements. All right. All right, so yeah, let's let's take a look at this. And again, um, actually, we actually just took a little a short break for a second. I was emailing the Young Bucks the link to all the articles. So what should be happening, and I'll double check with them tonight, because they've been uh, Mike and the team over there have been sort of on a break between Christmas and New Year's. So some that's why it's taken a little longer to get stuff uploaded on that end. And you guys write me, you get mad at me, like it's my fault. If it was my site, it would have been uploaded immediately okay but that's just how i roll so i asked them to take all the documents all 196 and there's actually a couple more because jim sent a couple more between the last few shows and actually upload those as a cache of documents on each of the postings for uh 120 121 and 122 so this way you'll be able to get access to those no matter where you're looking and then when we're all done with this series we'll create a page at pain.tv slash gold. And then if I end up launching uh, Gold Standard TV over the next few months, uh, I'm in talks with that, uh, with Mike and stuff. It's, and like I explained to you guys, there's no hard feelings. It's just a matter of he's getting attacked and people that are telling the truth are getting attacked. And sometimes we're better spreading out where we're keeping information. And then if something happens to him, he could jump on my platform. I could jump back to his. It's just we're fighting a battle against the technocrats on their battlefield. So this is just what happens. But I will end up reposting all of that as well with all of the different episodes with jim on one page and all the documents there so it's easy to find everything all right so we've got it up on the screen for those of you on the video audience it's agreement between the swiss federal council and the bank for international settlements to determine the bank's legal status in switzerland now let me just see real quick jim because this one said Host country agreement between the Bank for International Settlements and the government of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and the and Northern Ireland. Oh yeah, that's a different one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't okay. seen that one. Sorry, go back. Well, no, I think Maybe the you point have to put of the, in Switzerland agreement in the uh, in the in the search bar. Put in Switzerland agreement. Oh no, here's here's one down here, number four. I think that's what it is. But this is good because uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Okay, but so the that's point, Sweden. Well, I was so going to say all these agreements. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say. The point being is if you actually wanted to go research all this, you could probably find all the host agreements between them and the um, Swiss one. That's Swiss. Yeah. Look at this one. This one right here. Host country agreement between the Bank for International Settlements and the United Mexican States relating to the establishment and status of representative office of the bank for international settlements in mexico so you could probably go through here and find the host agreements between them and every country that they're operating with it ah yeah. that's that's nice all right so let's use the one that you had though this is the swiss federal council yeah just make it big and uh, i've got it highlighted so we can just scroll through okay so we'll take it to full screen here folks and um 
Let's just, uh, I'm going to just read this quick as an intro. The Swiss Federal Council of the one part and the Bank for International Settlements of the other part, having regard to the convention of the 20th of January, 1930, respecting the Bank for International Settlements, uh, 1930 is when they were founded, the constituent charter and statutes of the bank and the protocol of the 30th of July, 1936, regarding the immunities of the Bank for International Settlements, desiring in the light of the practice followed since 1930 to settle their mutual relationships in a headquarters agreement have agreed upon that's the what you type in the search bar uh for those that are online type in the headquarters agreement and this headquarters agreement yeah so i have agreed upon the following provisions so basically for any of you that never really looked at contracts or whatever this lays out the first page of the contract and what's going to be talked about and discussed in this agreement oh yeah and it looks just like a contract article yeah. three inviol inviolability the buildings are parts of buildings and surrounding land which Whoever may be the owner thereof are used for the purposes of the bank and shall be inviolable. No agent of the Swiss public authorities may enter therein without the express consent of the bank. Only the president, the general manager of the bank, or the duly authorized representative shall be competent to waive such inviolability. The archives of the bank and, in general, all documents in any data media belonging to the bank or in its possession shall be inviolable at all times and in all places. The bank shall exercise supervision of and police power over its premises. Yeah, so it's operating like a, like a consulate, right? Like, a, um, like an embassy. Basically, no one from the host country that they're in is allowed to go inside of this uh, so they, they basically have like sovereign powers essentially bingo article four immunity from <laughs> jurisdiction and execution the bank shall enjoy immunity from jurisdiction now hey jim let me ask you let me just ask you if you know so bis as you explained yesterday, it's the bank for the central banks, but it's actually more than that, too. When they're talking about this in the case of Switzerland, is this a bank for international settlements office, or is this referring to the central bank of Switzerland being a branch of the BIS, sort of? We'll get to that. It's, okay. Right. But this document is specifically talking about the headquarters of the Bank of International Settlements, which okay, looks that, like a stack of gold coins, by the way, if you go look at a picture of it. But, the, but that's because BIS headquarters is in Switzerland. It is in Switzerland, correct. Okay, okay, great. So this is the, this is the mothership, BIS's actual yep. central office in Switzerland. That's the agreement we're looking at. So this isn't like an individual correct. central bank like the Federal Reserve's agreement with the United States government. Correct. Okay, cool. All right, that, that, that clarifies things. All right, Article 4. Okay, so immunity from jurisdiction and execution. Number one, the bank shall enjoy immunity from jurisdiction. 1C, in the case of any civil action against the bank for damage caused by any vehicle belonging to or operated on behalf of the bank. So when you read through this, and I haven't highlighted the whole thing, it's, it's a pretty short document, but basically what they're saying is um, unless it's a car accident, you can't even get our documents. You can't even talk to us. Don't even think about it. <laughs> the bank shall weird. enjoy, in respect of its property and assets, wherever located and by whomever held, immunity from any measure of execution 
including seizure, attachment, freeze, or any other measure, measure of execution, enforcement, or sequestration, and in particular of, uh, of attachment within the meaning of Swiss law. All deposits entrusted to the bank, all claims against the bank, and the shares issued by the bank shall, without the express prior agreement of the bank, wherever located and by whoever, whosoever, whomsoever held, be immune from any measure of execution, including seizure, attachment, freeze, or any other measure of execution, enforcement, or sequestration, and in particular of attachment within the meaning of Swiss law. Don't touch our documents. Don't ask for our documents. We're not going to give you our documents. Don't even think about it. Uh, it continues. The bank shall have the right to use codes for its official communications. It shall also have the right to send and receive correspondence, including data, media, uh, by duly identified couriers or bags enjoyed, enjoying the same privileges and immunities as diplomatic couriers or bags. Well, In other we words, we, we can encrypt everything. We don't have to encrypt everything, but if we did, you can't get it. If we didn't, you can't even talk about it. You can't use it. You can't, you can't share it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like an embassy, which is uh, has sovereignty as if they are their own uh, sovereign nation state. Yeah. Official correspondence and other official communications of the bank, when duly identified, may not be subject to censorship. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. Could you imagine being a country and signing that? <laughs> yeah. Tax exemptions. The bank, its assets, income, and other property shall be exempt from direct federal cantonal and communal taxes with regard to buildings however such exemption shall apply only to those owned by the bank and occupied by its services i'd love to own a, uh, a building that they rent from me so i don't have to pay taxes <laughs> and to income deriving therein or therefrom the bank shall not be subject to taxation on the rent it pays for premises rented by it and occupied by its services the bank shall be exempt from indirect federal cantonal and communal taxes with regard to the federal turnover tax including in uh included in prices and separately charged exemption shall apply only to articles purchased for the official use of the bank uh provided that the amount invoiced for one and the same purchased exceeded 500 swiss francs the operations of the bank shall be exempt within Switzerland from all taxes and due to the extent that such operations take place outside the Swiss market or are undertaken in the interest of international monetary cooperation, the procedure for such exemptions shall be mutually agreed within with the competent Swiss authorities. The bank shall be exempt from all federal, cantonal, and communal duties except dues charged as the price of the actual services rendered. I wonder if the, the people of Switzerland, it would be great to go back in time and actually look at the um, sort of like the, the legislation like uh, debate and stuff that went back and forth while this was going on. You know, like, what did yeah. the people, what did the people of Switzerland think of this? Oh, so we're going to have the world's bank come here, set up headquarters. They could do whatever they want, whatever they want. No one could sue them. And they don't pay any taxes. Like, wait, what What do we get out of this? <laughs> yep. So part two, privileges and immunities granted to persons who are called upon by the bank in an official capacity. And this is important. Okay. The members of the board of the directors of the bank, together with the representatives of, the, representatives of those central banks, which are members of the bank, shall enjoy while carrying out their duties in Switzerland and throughout their journey to or from the place where a meeting is held, the following privileges and immunities. The first, 
immunity from arrest or imprisonment and immunity from seizure of their personal baggage, save in flagrant cases of criminal offense. So don't murder anybody. As long as you don't murder somebody, you, 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 they can't take your stuff. And even that, I think you might be able to get away with it. Yes. Inviolability <laughs> of uh, all papers and documents. Immunity from jurisdiction, even after their mission has been accomplished. For acts carried out in the discharge of their duties, including words spoken and writings. We can say whatever we want. We can write whatever we want. And we can even perjure ourselves, and it won't matter. You can't touch us. Wow. <laughs> the customs, privileges, and facilities granted pursuant to the ordinance of the 13th of November 1985 concerning the preferential customs treatment of the international organizations of states and their relations with such uh, organizations and the special missions of foreign states exempt for themselves, their spouses, and children from any immigration restrictions, from any formalities concerning the registration of aliens, and from any obligations relating to national service in Switzerland. So for those that want a second passport, just become an employee of the Bank of International Settlements, you won't have to worry about it. Wow. The same facilities as regards to monetary or, ex or exchange regulations as those granted to the representatives of foreign governments on a temporary, temporary official mission. The right to use codes and official communications or to receive and or send documents or correspond by any means of couriers or diplomatic bags. Yeah, this is crazy, because if I was the lawyer writing this up for, like, I got hired by BIS, I would have called the Vatican. I'd be like, hey, do you have that agreement that you guys put together a long time ago? We just want to copy the wording out of it. <laughs> this is basically the we same need to thing. copy and paste. We'll have it back in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, this is basically the same thing here. Yep. Article 14, privileges and immunities granted to all officials. The officials of the bank whatever their nationality shall enjoy immunity from jurisdiction for acts accomplished in the discharge of their duties, including words spoken and writings, even after such persons have ceased to be officials of the bank. So if you work for the bank or anybody that works with the bank, like the federal banks, central banks of, around the world, uh, you can write or say whatever you want, even in retirement after you leave the bank and it, it can't be, can't be used against you. Wow. Okay, we continue. Crazy. Enjoy exemption from all federal, cantonal, and communal taxes on salaries, fees, allowances paid to them by the bank. Nobody nobody in relation to the, the if you work for the Bank of International Settlements or any central bank, you don't pay. You're exempt from all taxes everywhere <laughs> in the world. However, Switzerland may take these emoluments into emoluments, account for the yeah. purpose of determining it. The, the tax payable on income from other sources, this exemption shall apply to officials of Swiss nationality, provided the bank operates in internal taxation scheme. I love how they, they, these banksters and all these documents, you'll see the word scheme all over. Oh, the yeah. They use it all over. Them, it's great. <laughs> uh, they also enjoy exemption at the time of payment from all federal, cantonal, communal taxes on capital payments due in whatever circumstances by the bank. The same shall apply to any capital payments which may be made to officials of the bank by way of indemnity for sickness, accidents, etc. However, income derived from such capital payments as well as annuities and pensions paid to formal officials of the bank shall not be entitled to such exemption. All right, so we're going to tax your retirement pension. That's it. Privileges and immunities granted to non-Swiss officials. Officials of the bank who do not have a Swiss nationality shall 
be exempt from all obligations relating to the national service of Switzerland. In other words, we're not going to call you up to the military. Uh, together with their spouses and dependent members of their families, not be submitted to the provisions restricting immigration and formalities concerning the registration of aliens. You can come and go as you please. We don't. We don't care. Um, enjoy with respect to exchange facilities and facilities for the transfer of their assets and property in Switzerland and abroad, the same privileges as those granted to the officials of other international organizations. So your bags can't be searched. Uh, together with dependent members of their families and their household staff, <laughs> so even your butler, <laughs> benefit from the same... <laughs> <laughs> repatriation facilities as officials of other international organizations. You folks, you can't even question the butler or the cook. <laughs> because the butler knows everything that goes on in, in, in these castles around England. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> en enjoy the customs, privileges, and facilities granted pursuant to the ordinance of the 13th of November, 1985, concerning the preferential customs treatment of international organizations of states and their relations with such organizations and of the special missions of the foreign states. All I, I got to say, Jim, is you went to school for, what, like uh, accounting and finance? You picked the wrong profession, my friend. You, why didn't you direct your career towards working for these guys? You don't even need uh, a passport. You just have to pull out your BIS black card. It's like the American Express black card. You can get in anywhere, do whatever you want. And it actually, I think in Article 7, it says you're allowed to murder up to nine people a day. As long as you don't murder 10 people a day, you can get get away with it yeah <laughs> exceptions to the immunity from jurisdiction and execution the persons referred to in articles 12 13 and 14 of the present agreement shall not benefit from immunity immunity from jurisdiction nor where applicable from immunity from execution in the event of legal proceedings against them with respect to damage occasioned by a vehicle in their own in their ownership or control or in the event of their contravening uh, the federal laws in, in force regarding road traffic, which may give rise to the imposition of a spot fine. So in other words, you can murder seven people a day. You just can't run them over with your car. <laughs> this is so great, man. This is fantastic. This is okay, uh, but see now it gets, now it gets even worse. Okay. So this agreement, now okay. go to the BIS website again and search for the Financial Stability Board. Uh, just under the search, Financial yep. Stability, Stability Board. Board. Board of Directors, first one. Okay. <laughs> so after the financial crisis in 08, the, the Bank of International Settlements set up this FSB, Financial Stability Board, and its members in, enjoy all of those immunities we just read. Okay? Now, let's look at the composition of the board. As John Titus pointed out in one of his videos, I can't remember which one, the, the components or the members of this board are not people. Okay? This, think, this, think about this clearly. They're not people. They are positions. So one of the positions that's a member of this board is the Federal Reserve Chairman. 
is the head of the treasury. It doesn't matter who the actual physical human being is. It's the position that that is on this board. Right. So it's automatic. And that person then enjoys yeah. all of these immunities for life and free taxation. So they've extended by the creation of this board, they've extended those immunities to those people, those central bankers around the world, so to speak. Oh, wow. That's cool. So they just put the name of the, the positions automatically fill these board seats. And then those guys automatically fit under the rules that we just read. Right. It's got uh, 18 members comprising of the central bank governors of Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, United Kingdom, and the United States. There, that those central bank heads are on there all the time. It doesn't matter who it is. Additionally, go back to the search bar. Okay. And type in uh, systemically important banks or Sist- systemically important financial institutions. You got a U instead of a Y under systemically. Yeah. No I in important. Yeah. I just go back and go like that. There you go. I'm typing underneath a camera. So, all right. Okay. Click, click that first PDF. Okay. Okay. Scroll down. All right. So this is the Bank of International Settlements determining. Keep scrolling until you get the list of names of, of banks. Okay. All right, so we're scrolling down through there this we go. Uh, document. No, keep going. Keep going. All right, we're scrolling down through this 22-page document here, folks. Should have a list at the bottom. Oh, down at the bottom. Let's see. Nope, that was no, it. Sorry, on go that. back. Go back to the search. Okay, we're gonna go back to. We're doing this in real time, ladies and gentlemen. That's where right. we are. Uh, this um, like the global systemically important banks SC zero forty the fourth one. Okay. Let's see if it's on this. What's like a keyword we're looking for? A list. Maybe you go back and add list to the search bar. Let's see. Sorry for the delay, folks. We're doing this live. It's okay. Look, well, this is how there you go to do Maybe. research. So you want? So there's a list of these banks, like J.P. Morgan, HSBC. There's, there, I think, there's 26 of these banks. And the important thing to know here is that these banks also enjoy the same immunities. Wait, what do you mean? The heads of these banks, or how does it work? The banks themselves, the officers and directors of these banks. Yep. Really? Yep. Wait, so you're saying the officers of these banks? It's a uh, big giant club, and we ain't in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So the officers of these banks have all those same immunity protections? I did not come up with that. That is, I got to give credit where credit's due. That's Catherine Austin Fitz and John Titus. Okay, that's fine. But what, so what you're saying is, that's what, if that's you what they're or saying I too. were executives with like J.P. Morgan Chase, we could go. We we are not taxed individually. Bingo. 
Oh my God, this is fantastic. And you know, obviously the government is well aware of it because when you file your taxes every year and you say, hey, I'm an executive J.P. Morgan Chase, leave me alone. Now, where I don't know, and because Titus and Catherine didn't get into a lot of details on this, and there's not a lot of information to find. What you don't know is JP, the head of Jamie Dimon at J.P. Morgan clearly has um, you know, a hat where he's performing the duties of J.P. Morgan and J.P. Morgan alone, right? Right. He's got, a, he's got another hat where he's performing duties of the BIS as a member of that, that financial stability board's, um, uh, you know, bank, or the bank's um, system, systemically important banks, right? Okay. So which hat is he wearing? So does he pay U.S. taxes? I don't know. I don't know all the details of that, but they, I know they enjoy, you know, according to Catherine and John and some others, they enjoy the immunities in terms of documents being searched and all that kind of stuff. Now, does that mean that because that document from 1936 or whatever in, in Switzerland, does that mean if Jamie Dimon does something crazy and the U.S. government says, I don't care, we're going after you, that they can't? Uh, I doubt it. The U.S. will just do it. They won't, they won't care about the document. But if you wanted to sue one of these banks, like HSBC, okay, Titus did a, a an hour long documentary uh, called, I think it's called All the Plenary's Men, where he goes through why no banker in the U.S. was ever prosecuted, or uh, and he found out subsequently through that you know even even investigated after the financial crisis. And the reason is, there was HSBC was one of the major players there that admitted criminality. Under, I think it was, was it Loretta Lynch or Eric Holder? But Lanny Brewer was number two. I can't remember who the head mm. DJ guy was. And Lanny Brewer ended up, you know, resigning the, the day after his 60 Minutes interview uh, because he got just shredded. The reason was that, okay, uh, not e they weren't even subpoenaed. Now, the DOJ started going after HSBC. And the Bank of England called the DOJ and said, stand down. We have international agreements. That international agreements is the BIS immunity agreements. Wow. Wow. You guys got to go watch this Titus video on this. It really opened your eyes. It is so much. Look, I like the movies that came out on the 08 crisis. They were really good uh, and interesting. But the documentaries Titus does is so, it's phenomenal. Titus, for those that don't know who he was, and I didn't know who he was a couple of years ago. He was a patent attorney trial lawyer at a big Chicago law firm. I mean, his clients were like big pharma. This guy mm -hmm. knows his stuff. And every doc, every little uh, video he does, he approaches it from an attorney's perspective going to court. He uses their documents, their testimony, their words, their body language, their everything. It's not speculation. Yeah, and uh, while you've been doing that, Jim, I've been scrolling through. I had found this list, which is a sample of syst uh, systemically important financial institutions. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's you all have the other, big banks. Yeah, Deutsche Bank, HSBC. You've got Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, J.P. Morgan. Mm -hmm. All these guys, Wells Fargo. All these ones people would know here. Um, 
And then over here, if you can actually find it on Wikipedia, there's a list of them as well. You know, so I mean, it's it's out there. I found it on several people. You just have to type that in to Google, and you yeah. can find it. If I wanted to spend another minute, I'd find it over at BIS. But yeah, it's basically every big bank you've heard of, uh, right. plus all the central banks of China and every other country that's that's on there. So this is, you know, we've been telling people use cash, use cash, use cash, and fire these big banks. You know, that is when you're when you're out talking to people, and I have never had resistance without even getting into ideology. I have never had resistance from anybody when I bring up something like, hey, you know, if you use a credit card instead of cash, the local business has to pay, you know, three and a half to five percent of of the transaction to the big banks. I just use the term big banks. Or sometimes I'll use Bank of America. Nobody is against not paying the big banks. Nobody. It doesn't matter what side of, of the, uh, you know, what your ideology is. In fact, if you think back to, you know, the true Democrat platform decades ago, it was against all these big corporations, right? And more Republicans now are waking up to it being against uh, these big corporations. It really is the big versus the little, the elites versus the rest, rest of us, Wall Street versus Main Street. That's the fight. It is not left versus right at all the fight is them against us if we want to survive you gotta you gotta use cash you gotta fire these big banks and again you don't have to go get political with it everybody's against fighting the big banks or for fighting the big banks and against paying them more and now you know they they have all these immunities on top of all the fees that they collect <laughs> 